Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Amy Ravel. And I'm Kirsty Fruja, and we are the Art of Decluttering. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. We have Tanya, let me see if I can pronounce it, didn't check this beforehand, Goronitis. Very close. Ooh, oh, what was it? Well, Goronitis. Oh, if, Goronitis, If okay. you're getting really Greek with it. Um, but Which Goronitis, I, want, I want to. Yeah, so Goronitis, but uh, Goronitis, if it's more anglicised. Right. So, yeah, I apologise for anglicising it. <laughs> That's okay. Welcome. Well, thank you. So I'm going to introduce Tanya to all of you. Um, Some of you may already be following her awesomeness, but after this episode, you all will be. So let me do a quick intro. So after Tanya's family embraced the idea of less is more in 2014, they removed more than 10 trailer loads and 20 garbage bags of items from their home. Wowee. Recognising the powerful impact this had on them, she went on to train as an interior stylist and a professional organiser. So she's one of us. I am. In order to help others curate and design their homes for happier and easier lives. Tanya quickly observed the difficulty her clients had with decluttering when the items they no longer wanted or needed were still in excellent condition. Both Tanya and her clients wanted these items to live on, be used and stay out of landfill. With a desire to solve this problem, Tanya created the first Women Against Waste event in her regional town of Bansdale in 2017. What started as a clothes swap quickly grew to incorporate many facets of waste management like recycling, mending and learning how to reduce our impact on the planet. So Thank you so much, Tanya, for joining us. Thank you. We are huge fans of you, both professionally and personally. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) So we are very happy to have you in our little home studio today. (laughs) Pleased to be here. Thank you. Tanya, start us off. Tell us about Women Against Waste. Tell us what you've started and birthed. Mm, I do feel like I've birthed it. You have. So one of my clients a couple of years ago said to me, Tanya, you should host a clothes swap. And this was not an unknown thing to me. I'd done this several times in the past and always really enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> but I think maybe the, the clothes swap ideal idea a couple of years ago was maybe even a little bit early. Um, but when she, she said it in 2017, I was like, yep, I think it's a really good time. Let's hold a clothes swap. And this was all based upon the work I'd done with my clients in their homes, knowing that, you know, when I work with a woman in a closet, she traditionally let's go over about 60 to 70 percent of her clothing and we know as professional organizers that a big hurdle for them is well I know I don't want to use it or I don't love it anymore but if I can't send it somewhere good I'm not going to let go of it so they've already done the mental work of saying it's not for me but it needs a good place to go so hence the clothes swap and as I gathered some volunteers around me in the community and we started to talk about the event we realized um the power when we get women together in a room, what's actually really possible. And as we started to run these events every six months and they grew in popularity and attendance, we refined the main offerings of the event, which 
now in its current iteration has five key pillars. So it's the swap, which is what you traditionally expect with a women's clothes swap, including the clothes and the shoes and the handbags and the scarves and the jewellery and those sorts of things. Um, We also do the donate. So whatever is left over from those women's clothes and accessories will go to a nominated op shop. And then we added in a whole lot more stuff. So we broadened the swap and the donate categories to include women and children's clothes and collecting very specific types of items for local, national and international organisations and charities. We started collecting for uplift, collecting bras and swimwear. We started collecting um, blankets and towels for animal aid. We started collecting sanitary products for uh, share the dignity and so on and so forth for many different organisations, spectacles, hearing aids, lots of things. So that was fantastic and everybody really responded to that. And then we were like, why don't we include recycling? Because we know that there are some hard to recycle items that can be recycled but can't go into your curbside bin. So your batteries, your mobile phones and accessories and also your printer cartridges. So we said, okay, we'll start collecting those. We added that in and then we're like, why don't we help women to mend clothes? So we found some women with sewing machines and overlockers that came and they set up their tables and had buttons and zips and would help women that either didn't have the skill set themselves or the equipment all the time or capacity to do the mending themselves. And we helped them to take hems up or take seams in or fix busted seams. And then the final element was the learn element where we're actually teaching women how to reduce their personal impact on the planet. And that in the the last iteration of the event um, this year, the 2019 events, has been about delivering short talk series. We have a couple of speakers talking about their field of expertise all around um, waste reduction, waste management. It could be zero waste living. It could be decluttering. Lots of different interesting speakers that we have. So those are the five key pillars that over all the events we've run over the last few years has developed now into this really fantastic, fun Um, useful, helpful event to come to that people just get into the pattern of knowing, oh, yep, I've got Women Against Waste happening in six months' time. It's so cool. One of the things that um, just I think is genius is the mend. Yeah. Like I think that's a skill that's really lost nowadays. Absolutely it is. Oh, a button fell off my pants. I throw the pants in the bin. Correct. That, no, that's like a three-minute fix. Right. And I was very lucky to have been blessed with all the women in my family, um, either sewing, overlocking, smocking, milliners, dressmakers. Like, So for me, that's a normal skill set. If I'm short. I'm five, two and a half. I can't buy pants off the rack. I have to take them up. Um, but it dawned on us that there are so many women that, for whatever reason, don't have the skills or the equipment to do that. And it's great because we usually get about – 10 to 15 pieces per event. We have usually three women, two overlockers, one with red, uh, sorry, one with white thread, one with black thread, and then a sewing machine. And between them, they knock over all the, the mending that needs to be done during the event and the mending volunteers get to participate in the other elements of the event too. They usually tag team in and out of the group. So, Oh, it's brilliant. So what are your dreams and plans for Women Against Waste in the future? Yeah, they're pretty big, I've got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us because I'm sure everybody listening to like, right, how do I get to Bairnsdale? Yeah. And then people yeah, going, don't right, I can't get to Bairnsdale. No. no, so here's the thing. My town uh, has about 11,000 people in it and it's about three and a half hours out of Melbourne. Um, it's it's probably the largest um 
city centre in that area um, and people couldn't always get to us, of course. Um, the wonderful thing about this event is that it can be delivered into any community around Australia and that's exactly what we're in the process of doing. So now that we've got the event exactly as um, the public want it and enjoy it and want to experience it, I'm in the process of recruiting and training ambassadors in different communities, um, starting in Victoria. So we will be running and our quickly events. coming to Sydney. <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, so we're we're starting in Victoria, and I don't want to roll out too quickly. I want to make sure that it's um, delivered consistently with quality into these different towns. But my favourite thing about this is that the ambassador that I work with, it's like a 50-50 relationship. I train them on how to deliver the event, but they get to decide so many elements of it because they know the community better than I do. And even the town, one town over, so we've run an event in sale as a test case and it went really well. And the ambassadors, we actually had two ambassadors that are co-ambassadors. They decided who they were collecting for at a local, national and international level. Mm. They chose the venue um, so they have a lot of um, decision-making ability to bring to their community what their community needs. And that's going to be different, you know, the next town over and the next town over again, uh, which I really love about that. So what does it look like? What are your dreams? Where are you taking? What's what's the vision for Women Against Waste? So as we roll out through Victoria in 2019, we will... Uh, make sure that every community is receiving and enjoying that experience as they need to, and then we'll be going national. So uh, the sky is the limit. It really depends upon finding the right ambassador in towns and and regional centres and also in major cities. We have some already lined up for Melbourne uh, as well as regional centres. And I'll be working with them via Zoom um, to train them um, and help them deliver. But the sky's really the limit. It depends upon how many people want to take up the opportunity to deliver this event into their community. So the the sort of woman that we're looking for probably has some event management experience, doesn't have to, Uh, is very community-minded, is very planet-focused, loves to create positive change for other people, loves to educate, loves to public speak um, and is highly motivated type of person. And then the sort of people that come to our event, you know, it's interesting, we, we always take a poll after each event as to why people come. And over the last couple of years, we've seen some interesting shifts in motivators. So it's always because people look at the things that they've bought and they don't use and they start to feel a little bit guilty about it, Mm. right? We know that feeling. We've all been there. Um, And this event gives them a very viable option of what to do with their things. And people say to me, you know, Tanya, it's really strange. I step back and I see people picking up the things that I've donated to this event. And I'm like, oh, that's mine. Oh, that feels a bit weird. Oh, this person's, they love it. Look how excited they are. We had someone find a pair of Cherry Doc Martens at the last event in sale. She was over the moon. She was like, Cherry Docs? Like, that was a highly coveted item in uh-huh. our 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had electric blue ones. Oh, did you? <laughs> and you pick on me for my unicorn shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we 
love seeing those things that have languished in wardrobes for such a long time. See someone else's eyes light up when they find them and that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. So the, the thing that's a real point of difference about this event, usually with a clothes swap, it's a one-for-one exchange. So you might come with 10 items, you might get 10 buttons and then you can leave with up to 10 items. We actually don't do that. It's not about the perceived financial value of the items that are being brought. It's about keeping the items in the community being used at a landfill. Love it. So you can come with two items and you could leave with 20. We just want you to do the mental check. Am I really excited to have found this? Do I believe genuinely this is going to add value into my life? That's that's the criteria to take something. And so if you find 25 things that you're super pumped to have found, you can take them all. Yep. And a lot of people, they might take some things they're not quite sure about and they take them home and try them on. And if they're not quite right, they'll put them in the bag at the bottom of the wardrobe knowing in six months' time they'll be back to the event again. Because this becomes a pattern of behaviour. Once you've come to a Women Against Waste event, the likelihood that you'll come back is super high, something like 70 to 80% return rate. People look forward to it. They talk about it. They anticipate it. They book early. Um, and so we're capping our events at 100, 100 capacity, um, but each event and each ambassador will decide for their own area if it needs to be a lower number depending upon the venue that they're in and what they feel like they can manage. So um, do people pay to come to the event? Like you buy a ticket and then you can do what you want within the space while you're there? Yeah, so it's $20 to register. That yep. help covers all the costs and mm. the time that goes into uh, preparing and setting up the event and managing it and marketing it. Um, but people say it's the best $20 they will spend yeah, that's brilliant. a year because it's essentially free shopping for $20. Um, and then they come into the space and what's been happening lately is we offer a short talk series in the hour in the lead up to the main event where those two or three speakers will provide an educational element while volunteers are putting the donations out on racks and tables. And then the main event comes and it's shopping time essentially. Um, and it's also a very social event. So we typically have catering where people can purchase afternoon tea. There'll be a breakout area, then they go and... Uh, put their name down for some mending if they need that. Um, we might have some some craft activities. For example, I'm just about to start making T-shirt twine from old T-shirts. You need to cut them up mm. and you make um, a ball of it. And then maybe we can crochet those into covers for soap or face washes wow. or cleaning cloths. So perhaps we have someone who can crochet, sit and do a demonstration. Every event is different. So the event you get to experience in Bensdale will be different to say, will be different to all the other towns I'm not going to tell you about yet because we're still looking them in <laughs> where they're going. Um, and that's the beauty of it. That's that whole tailoring to what that community wants to do Yeah, and who they have to learn from. That's right, and who the experts are in that area. Correct. I love it. So I, I love your heart for regional Australia as oh, well. Thank you. Like it's so beautiful and so yeah. evident. I'm a Melbourne girl, born and bred. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. yes, that's so funny. But regionals. So my husband's job relocated him to the country for eighteen months. Um, required position, uh, eleven. We must be coming on twelve years now, and I discovered my community I discovered my people I discovered somewhere that I felt very at home very comfortable Benstown's a wonderful town filled with very I have to say the women out there are amazing 
go-getters, running their own businesses, serving the community, making a positive impact and uh, definitely about my community there. So, And I love that I can run this event and know that I'm having a positive impact on the people around me. Yeah. Oh, you're awesome. Are you loving getting into decluttering and organising? Are you excited to get into different spaces in your house and just see the transformation that is possible? But are you also finding that there are some things that just aren't sticking, that you're finding that you just don't have the routine or system to really hold you where you want to be? Well, Kirstie and I have developed the Art of Decluttering online course, which is an amazing six-module self-paced course with an interactive Facebook community. So if you want to go from overwhelmed to just nailing this decluttering thing, we would love you to join us. You just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course. We have payment plans available. Access it today and see that transformation that you've been dreaming of. Have an organized home that stays organized for life. We cannot wait to see you in the course. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Tell us how your community has changed through these events and what you would love to see the change impact on other regional and city centres. I think it's two things. I think it's the conversations we're having and the behaviour that's changing. Um, so as I said earlier, people start to anticipate the event once they've been to one. It starts to become a pattern of, oh, I'll be going to the next one in six months. So they start to not put the batteries in the bin but into a tin to collect them. They start to know that, oh, when I empty that cartridge out of the printer that I'm going to put it into a box that will go to Women Against Waste. They have the bag at the bottom of the um, the wardrobe so that when they finally go, you know what, that top is never going to be right on me for whatever reason. It goes into the bag. And so we start to change behaviour that way, especially with the recycling things in particular. I think that's mm. important because one of the key ideas about Women Against Waste is we want to make it easy for people to do the right thing. And right now when it comes to sustainability in the planet and protecting the planet, it's very hard to do the right thing. Um, and that's because we actually need good design at the beginning of the process. Um, when good design is in place, the, how it's designed, the materials that are being used to manufacture items and packaging and keeping transport low and keeping um, manufacturing processes as minimal as possible impact on people on the planet, you know, we need good design at that end. Right now, we don't have enough of that. So we're in this really consumeristic society where it's super easy to buy cheap stuff yeah. that looks pretty, Right. But we all know that we buy that thing and three washes down, it's losing its shape. It doesn't look good anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't love it anymore. And that promise of a better life that was in our minds when we were buying it, it never really got fulfilled and it won't. So with Women Against Waste, it's that conversation that we have around changing our consumeristic behaviour. So we had a different kind of event called Small Steps for the Planet, which was a talk series. We had four presenters, myself and three others, and a Q&A panel, which included eight of us, that are each walking our own path in sustainability, but in real life ways. So we're not talking about extreme greeny behaviour, which can scare some people off. We're talking about 
everyday people in everyday households learning how to just make better decisions easily. Uh, and so we had this event, Small Steps for the Planet, to answer that question. And it was for men and women as well. So just because we're women against waste, it does not mean that we are anti-men. It's a close swap. So we want women to feel comfortable in that environment to take a top off and try something on if they want to. Right. But we look for ways to have these meaningful conversations with men in other ways, like the Small Steps for the Planet um, series that we did through our social media channels, uh, accessing information from our website. That's available to everybody. And in the future, we will be looking for other ways to work with men um, around, around sustainability and keeping items being used for the purpose for which they were created. So that's really important to us. When I started Women Against Waste, it was around my specialty, unwanted household items. My specialty was not the kind of waste that we produce daily around food, for example. But it's been through the conversations with the women that I've collected around me because of Women Against Waste that I've stepped up my own game around um, minimising packaging and food waste. So recently... I've started using loose sleeve tea and making pots of tea again. Oh, me too. It's the it's best. It's so nice. <laughs> Welcome to the world, girls. <laughs> Welcome to the world. Right? But I, really, I think, what's the saying? That you you inspire people by your behaviour and not by what you say. Mm. And it's the women around me that are like, yeah, get on board loose sleeve tea. Um, that I'm like, yeah, I can do that. It's an easy change. And I, can, and I can go to the Whole Foods and get it in my glass jar so there's zero packaging. My glass jar, pickle jars, the best jars to keep. Ladies, buy pickles, eat the pickles, Ooh. keep the jars. I'll eat the pickles, Ooh. Cass. I'll eat them all. <laughs> because they are a perfect size for so many different things. Awesome. So I collect all my pickle jars. My son eats them all. That's great. His nickname is actually Pickles. I kid you not. <laughs> um, so it's around, okay, if I'm going to be running Women Against Waste, even though in my head when I started a few years ago it was a unwanted household items that had languished in cupboards and drawers for years and years and years, it's come to be so much broader and thinking about where am I shopping? Mm. You vote for the world you want with where you spend your money. So every time you make a purchase, you're giving a thumbs up to the manufacturer and saying, I like what you're doing, keep doing it. Mm. So what world are we voting for? That's awesome. That's so convicting. Right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I want to give my money to the people that are making an effort, that are trying. The other thing about Women Against Waste is we are not about perfectionism and we are not about shame because I've seen in some zero-waste communities that if you're not doing it perfectly, you're not doing it good enough, mm. get out. We are the complete opposite. That's why Small Steps for the Planet so one small step, as I said, is tea bags to loose leaf tea. That's one thing, you know, because we've mostly now in the habit of t taking our bags, taking our coffee cups, taking our water bottles. We're probably saying no to straws. But then are people like, what next? What do I do next? That's so true. And and what is the next thing for people can be really debilitating. Mm. We had someone ask on our Facebook page this week, Sylvia, wanted to know, how do you get bread without it then coming in a plastic bag. Any ideas for Sylvia? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, because I've just recently made this very conscious change myself. Mm. Now, for me, I had bought some new linen, and it was a bamboo linen, which was beautiful and lovely and sustainable, and it came, instead of coming in packaging, it came in a bag of the linen. Beauty. Perfect as a bread bag. But you can just make any bread bag out of fabric, or you can buy 
bread bags that have a, a lining inside them that make them a little better at maintaining freshness. It depends how quickly bread goes in your house, yep. right? If you don't think you're going to eat it all before it starts to go stale, pop it in the freezer. That always helps. But you know what I found? I went to my bakery the other day and it was about four in the afternoon and there were only two loaves of bread left. And I said, oh, one of those will do, no problem. And um, she cut it up and it got a little bit of a tear on the inside. She said, you can have that for free because that was going to go in the bin. It's like, so you're happy because there's no food waste Mm. and I'm happy because there's no food waste. And hey, I scored a free loaf of bread. And it's just because I rocked up with my fabric bag at the end of the day, which was not on purpose. It was just how it turned out. So everyone was like really happy walking away from that. And she looked at me and she went, oh, fabric bag, I've never seen that before. But I bet you we start to see it a lot more now. That's awesome. Because it's absolutely possible. One of the things that um, I've noticed at my local Coles, so if your Coles or Woolies or wherever you shop has a bakery inbuilt, mm. you don't need to get the bread that's in the plastic bag True. on the shelf. You actually just go up and say, can I have a whole meal? You can get it sliced, however, like a bakery. Mm-hmm. You just go in and say, can I have it sliced and can you put it in my bag rather than buying it in plastic off the shelf? I haven't shopped at one of those shops in a really long time. I have to say I've been an Aldi girl for way back, but I do struggle with the amount of packaging of the produce. Yeah. So I've recently shifted my buying behaviour to a local big fresh food market where I can get um, a lot of my meat into my own containers. Ooh which is great. So I just take my Sistema yep. plastic containers and they'll they'll tear it so it's not weighed in mm-hmm. the final price. They'll whack the sticker on top, it goes through, no problem. I'm also bringing my fabric bags for my produce or sometimes I don't even need a bag. Like your bananas don't need to go into no. a bag. They have a bag. They it's just... called a skin. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> right. There's so many things that we have traditionally put in bags that is absolutely unnecessary. Um, so I have to admit, it's a little more time-consuming, but I'm also a very time-poor woman because I run two businesses and I have two kids and my husband works a lot. Um, so I have to say that if I can manage to spend an extra half an hour maybe travelling to a couple of different shops to shop more sustainably, I'm prepared to do that because that's my vote for the planet. Mm. And that's right. I think it just comes back to what are you placing value on? You know, do we, and we talk about this, and this is not to shame anybody, but we we talk about this all the time about simplifying our lives. So if you taking your kids to 15 million activities is stopping you being able to eat at home because you're always at Macca's. Because you're on the run. Because you're on the run, because you're busy. So maybe it's about actually taking stock of our whole life and not just looking at things in in individual circumstances, but actually stepping back and go, what is this life that I'm wanting to bring to the world? Mm. And how do I want to teach my children to live in this world? And how do we want to, like, you know, is the planet important to me? And, and maybe the answer is no, and that is fine. Like well, you're all, not really fine. But people are on their own journey, <laughs> yes. and they need to get on their own. They need to their own revelations. Important. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I reckon most people will, will say, "Yeah, the planet's struggling, but I don't know what role what I play I can in do. that." Yeah. yeah, and that's what Men Against Waste is all about. It answers that question. Yeah, you're just doing small, simple yeah. things. And that's why I'm like, well, you know, maybe you can just cut out one activity Correct. for your kids. And it means that you've got that half an hour back to be going to your local greengrocer, to be going to your local small bakery or making your own bread at home. Like there's so That's many the alternatives to um, 
there's so many ways that we can be impacting the planet and it doesn't have to be overwhelming or consuming either. Like you don't have to be consumed by every little decision that you make, but it also doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I think that's what you're doing well, Tanya. Yeah. Is it's breaking it down to not be an overarching these are the rules. But one of the things my sister Claire does, which I love, is when they go and get takeaway for dinner, so not on the road takeaway, but like what are we having for dinner tonight? Oh, let's get chicken and chips, Mm -hmm. is they just grab a pot or whatever and they go to the chicken and chip shop and And they get them to put their stuff in there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so embarrassed. I'd never thought of that and I love it. So now when we're getting something, it's like, oh, just grab a Tupperware or a Sustate, whatever. And take it and get them to put it in there. So you've been inspired by her action, not just Correct. what she said, but she's physically shown you that it's possible to do this thing. Yeah. And then you kind of do a forehead slap, like, why didn't yeah. I think of that? Oh my gosh, but it's because we, it hasn't been modelled for us yeah. in the past. Yeah, Everything's been about convenience and convenience is killing the planet. It's, oh, so it's time to wind it back. There's got to be a happy medium where, mm. yep, sometimes I've got to get takeout with my family. But for me, I say to the kids, we're not getting the soft drink. I'm not mm. buying that cup with that plastic lid, with that straw, with all that sugar inside. I'm just not doing it. So we might get a burger. We might get some nuggets. Sometimes you can recycle that stuff. Sometimes you can't, depending upon how much oil is has been leached in. Mm. It's like pizza. Do you know that you can't recycle all of the pizza box? No. You have to cut it up the middle. And the side that the pizza was sitting on that has all the oil and the f- cheese stuck to it, they can't be recycled. Right. But you can recycle the other half. Oops. That's okay. We're all learning, right? <laughs> it's true. But it's also about like, you know, if you are going to Maccas and you're going to sit in, maybe going to them and saying, you know what, can you just put it on the tray? Yeah. Like, or I've brought my own plate. Can you just put it straight on there instead of wrapping it? Like you're making it fresh for me now anyway. Okay. So why not bring it to me fresh? Wouldn't yeah. that be great? Yeah. I travel down here from Bensa with our own water bottles, with our own R cups, which are made from um, recycled single-use coffee cups, which I discovered at the IOPO conference last year at the expo. Love those. So the whole family's got those. Uh, We brought our metal straws. We brought produce bags um, and a a linen bag so that no matter what we're doing – oh, and cutlery. So, you know, we don't have to use anything single-use and it was like we were never there. Which That's is what unreal. you want to be the case. It's like when you go into nature, make it like you were never there. Don't take anything. Don't leave anything. Just yeah. enjoy, have the experience in your head, maybe take some photographs. Yeah, so it's about saying what can I do in this scenario to reduce my impact? I like to suggest try one new thing a month. So it might be loose leaf tea this month. You know, my teas right now aren't as good as they used to be, but I'm getting better. Like I'm making a better tea slowly, slowly. Um, next month it might be... Oh, what could it be? I don't even know. I've done so many changes now that they're just part of my normal behaviour. Yeah. I don't even really think about it anymore. It's but it could be normal. produce bags. I've just moved yes. to produce bags. Yeah, I've I do bought that. some when I was up in Queensland. Yeah. I've been looking for some. I couldn't. For, anyway, I love them. They're great. They're so good. They look nice too. They're really cute. <laughs> I love the aesthetic of a zero waste lifestyle. Can I just say I'm not a zero waster? It's hard. Mm. And anyone's doing that has my full respect because that is super duper hard. But Produce bags, can do. Loose leaf tea, can do. The thing is, if you can stop stuff coming into your house, you don't have to deal with it leaving again. And we know that as professional organisers, it also goes for all the stuff that we produce around food as well. 
Tanya, you have been amazing. I just, I feel like we could sit here for the next eight hours. I literally could. I'll talk about this all day. Yeah. yeah well, I can, hello. This is my bag. It's like, so this good. Is not, this is where I want, this is. This is part of the vision for the Out of Decluttering. Yes. We're going to impact the world through intentional living and this is part of it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Intentional is so key. Mm. And I think we've been unconscious around consumerism for such a long time. You marketers are so good at making us feel like our lives are incomplete unless we buy this thing. And they're relying on us to be and remain unconscious consumers. Mm. Guess what? We're waking up. It doesn't have to be like that anymore. And it's these kinds of conversations where you go, oh, I I can make that change really easily. It's just one thing, do one a month. 12 months later, you've made 12 changes. I'm not putting my bins out as much as I used to. Mm. Let me tell you that I can see the change. And yep. as you were talking about before is our kids, that becomes their normal. Oh, yes. So 100%. when they start doing extra things, it's yes. on top of the foundation that you've laid. It's like decluttering with kids. You cannot do it for them. They have to be involved in the process because they've got to learn the skill so that when you send them out into the world, they're capable at not just cleaning but also decluttering and organising and also living in a low-waste capacity because really they're the ones who are going to have to mop up the mess that's been created before them. And the more we can do now to help them and, and turn the tide. And I feel like we're in a really interesting time right now where there are some people that are completely unconscious to where we're at but most people have a level of awareness and a lot of people already are curious. They're curious to say, what can I do? And that's what we need. We just need that curiosity because if you're curious, we have some great easy answers for you. Oh, brilliant. Where can people find more about Women Against Waste? So we have a website, womenagainstwaste.com.au. Now, I'm not telling yet where events are going to be rolled out in Victoria or next year, but if you want to be the first to know, just join the mailing list on the website and we will email you and say, guess what? One's coming to your area. And there's also on there become an ambassador link. So if you're like, this is my thing, I want to work with Chani to bring this event into my community. We're going to rock this together. I'm a very positive, easy person to work with. I'm very can-do. I'm very open-eared. I'm like, what can we do to make it awesome? And what lights you up? And if you're like, this lights me up, I'm like, great. So we'll have a meeting on Zoom, make sure we can work together well, listen to your ideas. I'll tell you how it works. I'll train you. It's all free. I'll train you. And then we'll deliver it into your community. So just click on Become an Ambassador if you want to do that. We'll put the links to all those things in the show notes. You're going to go international because, yeah. <laughs> One step at a time. Right? <laughs> okay, I'll conquer Victoria I this know. year. I'm just saying <laughs> that we can see the absolute potential for this to be a worldwide phenomenon. I'd love it for it to be. Phenomenon yeah. and but I want to make sure we roll out in a way that is sustainable. sustainable. Yes, that's yeah, right. exactly. But um, I mean, thousands yeah. of our listeners every week are from the US and Canada. Oh, hello. I know. Hello to our... Awesome. And regional Australia. Oh, so yes. much regional. Regional yeah. so Australia. Much regional. Like, and, and heaps of people in cities who are really passionate about being more loving towards the planet that gives us life and sustains life for us. So, And you know what? Women predominantly are the decision makers around these things. Not always. So shout out to you, male listeners. And we love that yes. you're listening. It's awesome. But... 
traditionally we hold the mental load in a household and mm. so it's all those decisions that we're making every day that we can just make little tweaks whether it's okay yep I don't want that top it's going in the bag for women against waste or yes that battery is going into the container for women against waste or yep no more tea bags it's loose leaf tea from now on because I'm just going to try it I'm going to be curious I'm going to test it and see if this is something I can integrate into my life and we have an online group as well which is the women against waste tribe because we run our events seasonally we run them in autumn and spring we have a conversation ongoing all the time all year round so if you want to get inside the women against waste try which is a female only space um, to continue ask questions get help there's no silly questions so if you're super new to this doesn't matter come in ask a question we'll help you brilliant 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 i am going to read a review from procrastinator one and that's my title. It yeah. wasn't written by me, though. No, it but wasn't. that's me, well, number is, one procrastinator. This is a single guy. Um, there, it's a five-star review titled All Content, No Filler. And he says, so much useful advice, even for a single guy like me. This podcast teaches you new ways of thinking about your stuff, your priorities, your passions, etc. It motivates me when I need to tidy, organise and declutter my house. I've even used what I've learnt to help others organise and declutter their lives too. Great stuff. So thank you for your review. We're going to have so many links in the show notes this week. We're going to keep Kirst busy because that's her job. <laughs> so thanks, Kirst. And we can't wait to continue this conversation over in our Facebook community group. So hop on Facebook and search for the Art of Decluttering community and also search for Women Against Waste and we will put a link to all of Tanya's goodness in um in our show notes so thank you again Tanya Tanya. for coming all the way from Bansdale thank you for having me it's been a pleasure so much fun we will do this again I will be back just tell me when yep done (laughs) have a great week guys thank you bye thanks for joining us if you've learnt something awesome today we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website artofdecluttering.com.au So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash theartofdecluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 